Hello all, and welcome to Nature with the Dockery Docket. Today we are going to be talking about a very special animal called the hippo. The hippo is the third largest land mammal behind the elephant and the rhinoceros. Now, wait, just a moment. Why did the picture just change to Joe Biden? I specifically said for this episode to be about hippos. Mr. Producer, what is going on here? Well, you spelled out here, it says hippo critter, so I wasn't sure if you wanted, um, hypocrites or hippos, so, um, I just added both. Now, listen, this is a nature show. You should have known I was talking about hippos. I mean, I guess while we're here, we can just listen to what Joe Biden has to say. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. It's like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Well, I mean, I would rather see two hippos fighting, but Joe Biden does seem to be very, very hypocritical. That's all for this week, folks. Join us next time on Nature with the Dockery Docket, where we will talk about beetles. our very 78th episode of the Dockery Docket. I'm excited to be here, and I hope that you are excited to be here as well. And if you are excited to be here, make sure to go down below and hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, do everything that a good listener does. So, uh, this week was a very interesting week, to say the least, as this week was the Met Gala. And I wasn't going to talk about it, but I believe that the hypocrisy was too rich not to talk about. And yes, that pun was supposed to be intended. I honestly hate these different award shows or red carpet events. They just seem so weird. And it makes me wonder, why are we even celebrating these different types of celebrities? What have they ever done for us? I mean, yes, they provide us with entertainment, but I barely know who these people are. And it's not just because their faces are covered up in black, like how Kim Kardashian's was. I mean, just look at that outfit. That is terrible. But this is fashion. Megan Rapinoe, who is a random soccer player who complains all the time about how she doesn't get enough money because literally no one watches soccer, had a bag that said, In Gay We Trust. I mean, listen, you can trust in gay all you want, but I do believe that God is way better. I'm just saying. Then we had this Kara woman. I don't even know who she is. I mean, I can assume that she's a woman. Well, she had like a straight jacket on that said, Peg the Patriarchy. Now, I try and make sure to keep my episodes PG, so I will not tell you what pegging is, but it's not a very nice thing. But, but if we look at it with the whole patriarchy thing, if she was actually living in a real patriarchy, 
she wouldn't even be able to wear that because the ruling men would take her away and probably throw her in jail or something. Then we have one of my favorite tweets of all time. So this guy named Caleb Hole wrote, Dear men, what is preventing you from looking like this? And then he showed this weird picture of this weird guy and he looked like he just came out of a clown shop and just put on a bunch of different random clothes. He looked terrible, I think. But I mean, I pray to gay. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant God that this man, Caleb Hole, was trolling because I can think of a few things that would make me not want to look like this man. One, I am not five. Two, I like to look presentable in public. And three, I don't have that much material in my house. It is absolutely ridiculous and hilarious at the same time. It's like a double-edged sword of craziness. The truth is, I could talk about all these different people all day and how terrible that their outfits were, but then that would take away from the biggest hypocrite of them all, AOC, who came to the Met Gala with a dress that had Tax the Rich on the back. The irony here is, well, rich, once again, pun intended. Here's a rich person surrounded by rich people saying that rich people need to lose all their money. And the Hollywood elites just absolutely love this. They're like, yes, AOC, you're so brave. And they agree with her on all of her absolute crap. These celebrities don't understand that AOC wants to come after their wealth and their money, even though the likelihood of this happening is extremely low. Still, this is the problem with all of these people that put political slogans on their clothes. The media ate it up, calling them brave and stunning and beautiful. To me, this is not bravery. This is hypocritical and stupid behavior. Who are they being brave against? The conservatives that have no power at all? The media that supports them? The elite that support them as well? Twitter that supports them? So yes, the outfits and the political slogans were absolutely crazy. But it is time that we move on from fashion because I don't have any passions at all for fashion. So we're just going to keep on moving on and talk about something else that was also hypocritical. As if we look at these different pictures, there is something else that is very hypocritical that is staring us right in the face. Can you guess what it is? Here's one of AOC. Oh, and look, there's Bill de Blasio. I'm sorry for those who are listening on the audio version. Did you know that you can listen to the Dockery Docket on Spotify or anywhere else that you can get podcasts? That means you can listen to the Dockery Docket on the go. Anyway... You can see that all of these different celebrities have a big smile on their face. That's a hint. Well, if you haven't noticed, look at this image of Congresswoman Caroline Maloney. Look at all those people in the background of these photos, and you will see that they are all wearing masks. Every single one of them. While these celebrities don't have to wear masks at all. Why is that? Well, if you say, because they had the vaccine, you idiot then you are wrong because guess what? The CDC is recommending that areas with high spread of COVID are strongly encouraged to wear a mask. The reason that these rich celebrities aren't wearing masks is the same reason that AOC wore a dress that said tax the rich. They believe in something that doesn't affect them. Like, for example, if I were to go up to AOC in her dress that said tax the rich and said, okay, come on, pay up, she would laugh at me and say, no, I don't deserve to be taxed, but other people do. It's the same thing with the masks. These rich celebrities don't need a mask because they are better than those filthy peasants. These rich elites believe that they are better than us. And this is the reason that every average American citizen right now has to wear a mask in stores or going into schools or medical offices. While Barack Obama was able to have a huge birthday party maskless with hundreds of people. 
It's why California Governor Gavin Newsom can go into a restaurant while he mandated everyone else to stay home and not go to a restaurant. It is why your kids have to wear a mask for eight hours during the school day, even though there's no scientific data that shows us that a cotton mask can help kids. You have to wear a mask while the elites can just stroll around and do whatever they want. The elite can shut us down. They can destroy the economy, and then they can hang out with hundreds of people, and it's not even a big deal at all. This is why the Met Gala was okay, but a bike rally in Sturgis, Iowa, was called a super spreader event by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Why is it that these people can't just leave average American citizens alone? Well, the problem is it's only getting worse for us average Americans. As last week, I teased a little bit about how Joe Biden became a dictator as old Joe strolled out and got mad at us like a father getting mad at his kids when they do something wrong. As he said, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. Okay, first of all, you are not my dad. And second, you can't tell us what to do. You are the president. You have no control over us. Technically, we the people are supposed to have control over Joe Biden, but apparently Joe Biden thinks that he can be a dictator and control us all. As after this, he went on to say one of the scariest things that I think any American president has ever said. As he said, this is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. While it is important to protect all Americans, demanding millions of people to get a vaccine or get fired is scary. And there are people that are already planning to leave their jobs if that law comes into effect. This could, in fact, destroy different businesses. As there have been businesses for months that have had help wanted signs hanging out their window. I drive down the road every single day and every single business that I pass says, help wanted, help needed. And that might get worse because people don't want to work underneath this vaccine mandate, which will lead to a shortage of workers, which will destroy the economy that Joe Biden has already destroyed. However, there's still this idea in Democrats' head that if everyone was vaccinated, then everyone would just go back to work. And this isn't true. The real reason that people aren't going back to work is both deep and has many layers. First, people are still getting unemployment, so they are able to get money for doing absolutely nothing. I know the age-old argument, I've seen the memes, well, why doesn't the business just pay them more? Well, if you're still getting unemployment, then what would you rather do? Work 9 to 5 at a hard, stressful job, or stay home and collect a check? I think most people would like to do the second option. The second reason people are struggling to get back to work is because the media is scaring them into staying home, even if they are vaccinated. According to a recent Gallup poll, 84% of Democrats believe that the COVID situation is worsening, and 51% of Republicans think that things are getting worse. That is a huge divide. And if you believe that COVID is getting worse, then you'll probably want to stay in your house for all of eternity, even if you are vaccinated. This is the point of all of this. And it is very strange as the unvaccinated are not afraid to go out and to work. Maybe that's the reason they didn't get vaccinated because they aren't scared of COVID. Well, on the other hand, the vaccinated are the ones that are scared of COVID and they will leave their house with two masks and a face shield because the media and even the president of the United States is telling them that they're going to die. Even though, according to Joe Biden, you are protected with the vaccine. As in this speech, Joe Biden said, if you are vaccinated, you are safe from COVID, but you aren't super duper safe. The way that we get super duper safe 
is to force all the other unvaccinated people to get the vaccine. As there is another idea from Joe Biden and also the left that we must protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Well, I just have a very simple question. Isn't there something that is protecting the vaccinated? Didn't they go and get two doses of a shot to protect them from COVID? The reason for getting the COVID-19 vaccine was to protect people from COVID-19. So if you decide that you want to get the vaccine and you get it, then you shouldn't care about what your neighbor does because you have a bubble. You are protected from COVID. Yes, there is a possibility of a breakthrough case, but we aren't sure yet if that's coming from the vaccine or if that's coming from different people around you that are unvaccinated that are spreading COVID around. Speaking of that, you can still spread COVID whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. And even if you get a breakthrough case, according to the science, your chances of dying from COVID are still lower than those that are unvaccinated. This is the whole point of getting the vaccine. It is to prevent you from getting a disease or getting the disease worse than it could be. So let's go back in time. And if I got the chicken pox vaccine when I was younger and my friend gets chicken pox and we hang out, I shouldn't get nervous because I am immune from it because I got the vaccine. I shouldn't care if my friend got vaccinated or not because once again, I am protected. However, as a nation, we are deciding to split this nation straight in half between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And this is coming from the president of the United States, as he has blamed 80 million Americans that are all unvaccinated. There was a story that I read recently of a woman that was vaccinated with her entire family by early March. All of them were feeling good when six months later, the mother tragically passed away from COVID-19 after she took a trip to Mississippi, where they met up with some friends that just so happened to be unvaccinated. Now, because these people were unvaccinated, the family instantly jumped on this opportunity and wrote in her obituary, this mother, don't want to use her name, passed away on September 3rd, 2021 at St. John's Hospital in Springfield, Illinois. She was preceded in death by more than 4,531,799 others infected with COVID-19. She was vaccinated but was infected by others who chose not to be. The cost was her life. Now, it is tragic that this woman passed away. And I wish that no one would die from COVID. I wish that everyone could just stay alive and beat this virus. But I don't understand how this is the unvaccinated people's fault. Here we have a woman that was vaccinated, meaning that she was protected. And maybe she had a breakthrough case. And we have seen breakthrough cases happen before. And some people are just worse with COVID than other people. Some people might have bad lungs. Some people might have other underlining conditions. Everyone's story with COVID is different, but we do know from science that the vaccinated can still get COVID and also spread COVID to other people, meaning that it wasn't the unvaccinated people's fault. It could have been her family members that got it. But instead of doing that, we're just going to split people right down the middle into factions. The pure and vaccinated versus the filthy, terrible, murdering unvaccinated. Now, there is another belief that we get from these Democratic leftists, and they believe that if everyone just got vaccinated, then the virus would just go away. But this is actually not true. As in June of this year, NBC News declared victory over COVID, as the Blackfoot Nation, which is a Native American reservation in Montana, 
had 98% of their people vaccinated. This plan was so effective and successful that the tribe decided to give away their extra vaccines to Canada, which was a very nice thing. They got rid of their mask mandate, and they slowly started to open back up again. They saw a drop in COVID-19, and everything looked fantastic. They might have finally beat COVID. Then, on August 16th, there was a letter that came out that said... The Blackfeet Reservation is experiencing an increase in COVID-19 cases. Then the letter goes on to list different mandates that they had, like wearing a mask and closing down the tribe offices. Do you really want me and other Americans to believe that 2% of the people in this tribe are the reason that people are getting sick? No, because that doesn't even seem logical at all. All of these cases may have been breakthrough cases. Maybe some people lied and actually didn't get the vaccine. Or these people went to the hospital only experiencing mild COVID symptoms and then were released later on. And according to my research, no one recently has died in the Blackfoot Reservation. That's a good thing, as cases that are treatable are way better than death. But cases are still going up, and this is because the vaccine doesn't get rid of COVID completely, it just lowers the symptoms. Now, I understand that the Blackfoot Reservation is a small example. Let's actually take a bigger step, a bigger example. As I have said in the past, Israel has had a very strong system of getting the most vulnerable people to get the vaccine. And at first, this started to drop the COVID cases. This system of getting people to get the vaccine was so good that by August 31st, 78% of eligible population was vaccinated. Then, all of a sudden, cases started to spike again. According to Science.org, Breakthrough cases are not the rare events, the term implies. As of August 15th, 514 Israelis were hospitalized with severe or critical COVID-19, a 31% increase from just four days earlier. Of the 514, 59% were fully vaccinated. Of the vaccinated, 87% were 60 years or older. There are so many breakthrough infections that they dominate most of the hospitalized patients. And according to the Israeli Institute of Technology, one of the biggest stories from Israel is that vaccines work, but not well enough. Now, I want to make sure that something is very, very clear. You should know this about me by now, but I don't care if you get vaccinated or not. That is up to you. But to Joe Biden and others, we must blame the unvaccinated for the troubles of the vaccinated. And we see from these two examples that even if 98% or 70% of people in a community are vaccinated, then COVID-19 can still spread through the community. Even if everyone is vaccinated, the economy will still not get better until the media and even Joe Biden stop creating an environment of fear for the people that are protected from COVID-19. The logic just isn't there. And we know from the very beginning of this video that Joe Biden is a hypocrite as he once said, no, I don't want there to be a mandatory vaccine. But now he does. And he is making people choose between their jobs, their livelihood, and getting a shot that might not even protect them in the long run. The point is that this plan from Joe Biden will not work, and it will fail worse than his attempt to leave Afghanistan peacefully. The question of how you enforce it is very weird. Are they going to send federal agents in and ask all the employers if they got the vaccine? Also, we know that this is all unconstitutional, as a president doesn't have the power to enforce a law like this, and we know that it will end up in court. It is sad because this is the third time in three presidencies that a president has said, I don't have the power to do X, but then they did it anyway. Obama 
Obama did it with DACA, which was 100% illegal as it should have gone through the Senate first. Trump made sure that people didn't have to pay rent during the pandemic. And we found out recently that that was unconstitutional thanks to the Supreme Court. And then we have this bill, which is yes, unconstitutional. And if you are an owner of a business with 100 people or more, then you need to help and stand up against this. And it's not just about the vaccine, it's more about the control. It's more about the tyranny that we are seeing from this government right now that is trying to push us to do something that we don't want to do. It is time for the government to leave us alone. And if they don't, then we should be able to fight them in court and say, hey, this is not right. You cannot have people choosing between their jobs and their livelihoods over a stupid shot. In the end, we can see that our country is divided. And this divide is only going to continue to get worse and deeper because the president is spreading that separation. I believe that it is time to be brave and stand up to these people. If someone asks you why you aren't wearing a mask, show them a picture of Obama, AOC, or other celebrities. If your job tells you that you're going to get fired because you don't want to get the vaccine, then stand up for what you believe in. You can resist and say that this is unconstitutional. And remember, Joe Biden is not your dad. And you are in control of what you put inside your body, not the government. And with that, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Dockery Docket. And until next time, like my mom always says, be good, be kind, be loving. Goodbye.